As always, I'm your host, Ramiz. I'm joined by Dylan. How's it going, Ramiz? It's going well. We are back for our weekly recaps. Um, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. NBA's back. It's been a while, but um, yeah, it's definitely good to be back. We've been making the most of it. Yeah. I and mean, we kept the you. off-season full, but yep. yeah, no, back in back in the swing of our weekly recaps. So let's jump straight into it with our news roundup. Uh, quick thing to note first, no music. That's because we might be playing around with segments a little bit, and it's kind of hard to put music in when we'll have different numbers of segments each week we might have more we might have less we'll see um but yeah let's jump in with our news roundup to start with um and i guess the biggest piece of news was the nba announced its list of its 75 technically technically 76 best players because there was a tie uh between two players who those two players were is unknown i believe but right yeah it's 76 greatest players of all time you know um it ended up being essentially just the top 50 and then an extra 26 players, um, which is not what they said they would do. Right. But that's ultimately what they ended up doing. Obviously, I think everyone kind of has the same biggest snub. Right. In Dwight Howard. Yeah, that seems to be the biggest one. What? Yeah. I'm quite confused as to how he doesn't make it on this list. Yeah, especially with the title two years ago now. Yeah, the, the title, but also just like... Even without that, I feel like he's got a fair crack at this anyway. Oh, definitely. Like, um, I mean, he would have been a lock either way for me, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, the the one for me, the interesting of the new guys, uh, is Dame. Because mm. um, Dwight has probably has had more success than Dame on the court Yeah. Um, for a lot of his career. Um, you know, maybe, obviously, a lot of people remember Dwight as the last couple of years, Dwight, where he's coming off the bench or even moving around the league with a different team every year. But Orlando Dwight was... The best center of the decade, mm. um, three-time defensive player of the year, was the best player on a finals team. Yeah, um, went to the conference finals. Eight time All Star, eight time All NBA. Yeah, just accolade after accolade, and he really should have been there. Definitely. I mean, you said people tend to rem- remember him as like the last few years, Dwight. I think a lot of people also remember him as dysfunctional Lakers, Dwight. Right. Um, as, almost as much as they remember him as most recent Dwight. But I think the most comparable person is Anthony Davis. What has right. Anthony Davis done that Dwight Howard didn't? That is also true. Nothing. Yeah. Like, literally nothing. Um, Anthony Davis couldn't get a playoff team past the first round? Uh, he might have won one series? Yeah. Yeah. The year that they beat Portland. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and he makes it? Bit bit weird. I mean, part of it is projection. Like, they yeah, expect definitely. Anthony Davis to be better by the end of his career than Dwight Howard was. I think that's up for debate, but like, there's no way Dwight Howard missed out here, and I, yeah. I think it's pretty absurd. Yeah, I mean, AD at least was the, you know, like he won a championship at being one of the best players on the team. Yeah, um, he has that over Dwight, but I mean, same number of rings, um, and you're right, less playoff success without LeBron. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, another quick snub to Alex English. Uh, he got snubbed right. in the original list and got snubbed again, but yeah. yeah. Um, who were some other people that I saw missing out? T-Mac was one. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, guys like, none of the Spurs, apart from Duncan, made it. Yeah. So none of Ginobili or Parker. I don't think many people were expecting Ginobili, but Tony Parker was a bit of a snub. Yep. Uh, Pau Gasol is also an interesting one. Mm. Um, so yeah, there's some, there's some guys around there. Um, the snubs from the, f- two snubs from the 50 team, Neek and Peyton made it this time around. So yeah. that's good to yeah, see. Yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, we... You and I have fairly, I think we predicted 22 
of mm. the 25 new ones. I mean, I think a lot of them were really easy to make. Yeah. And I feel like most people would have picked white. Um, yeah. I don't know who else we picked that didn't end up making it, but... Um, who was it might have been Dwight Powell and um, maybe Tony Parker even. No, hang on. Let me quickly pull up who we didn't have. Um... We had picked T-Mac as making it. Right. We would picked Vince as making it. And Matumbo also didn't make it. Oh, yeah. Another big snob. Um, oh, along with Dwight, those were the people we didn't get. We also got, but we got Reggie Miller as well. He was yeah. Another, yeah. The older guys that made it this time around. Yeah. Um, did Alonso Morning make it? Was he one of our picks? I think he's one of the 50. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, was he one of the 50? I think so. Interesting. He seems too young for that. What year was the 50? 96, he retired in 06? Yeah, he was around for a while then. Okay. He'd been pretty good, yeah. Okay. Um, But yeah, so that's kind of the NBA 75. Overall, I think a cool theme that they they did. It's cool that they will probably do this every 25 years now. Yeah. Oh, maybe not 125, but we'll see. That's 50 years away. We'll we'll figure that out for a life. (laughs) That is (laughs) quite a while away. That's a lot of players to think about. That is a lot. (laughs) I think if they just do it with... I think if voters did it with less projection... Mm. and just looked at the last 25 years, I think that would make lists a lot easier going yeah. forward. Because like, I was listening to Bill Simmons. Apparently, he had Jokic and Luka on his list. Yeah, it's, and those are like safe bets as guys who are probably going to really make the next it. 25. But yeah, just yeah. leave it for the next 25. Yeah, I you know think what so I mean? as well. Yeah. Um, I guess people are just like afraid. Oh, no, they'll miss out in 25 years. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think they will. Because <laughs> no. yeah, that happened with the 50 with Shaq making it. Yeah. Like third year. Which overall, I guess, was a good pick. Oh, fantastic. Definitely could have left him till now. Yeah, definitely could have just waited. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. um, In other news, so this is not necessarily... uh, Oh, right. No, you've added something else in here. Right. Um, Yeah, a couple of... A bit of dysfunction. Hmm. Uh, I think we spoke about this last week in our season previews or something (laughs) like that. But yeah, a bit of dysfunction in uh, Ben Simmons. Kind of back with the Sixers, kind of not. So obviously... Uh, he's been detrimental to team activities and has been uh, sat out. And also, he sat out of the most recent game because of mental health issues or something. Or uh, other. I think that was back tightness. I think now the mental health is the next right. stretch of games that he's sitting out. Apparently, he's reported he's had a meeting with the team after the practice fiasco and mm-hmm. has apologized and has said. Apparently, everyone has taken responsibility, even though I don't know what the Sixers did wrong. Um, I don't know anyone but they did wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly. This seems pretty squarely unbent to me, but anyway. Um, and they're working towards a solution in terms of him eventually playing, but he's not mentally prepared to play right now. Yeah. Which, I mean, I can kind of understand as someone who's just gone through all that and mm. a Sixers crowd that will not be loving him when no, he comes back. No, no, no. But <clears throat> if he can like come to accept that them booing them, them booing him is kind of like their way of welcoming him back. Which I think it kind of will be for for Philly fans. Interesting, yeah. Um, in a way, um, I think he'll hopefully get back on the court for them because he can still help them. Yeah, I mean they've also said they're willing to write this out for as long as it yeah. takes. They're willing to write this out for his entire contract if need be. It's like they're either going to trade him for someone they can actually play, or they just won't have anyone. They'd rather have no one, which yeah. is dumb. But whatever. I mean, is it is I, it I better is it better keeping the asset in? If you've got four years of a very strong asset... I think it's a leverage move more so than anything else. It's right. like, yeah, we'll keep him. Yeah. No, we won't. <laughs> I mean, I think I think, I think think he will. I think he's not going to give it up. He's got four years to work something out of a player who is very good, but obviously has mm. his limitations. Um, 
I don't know. I see. I absolutely see Daryl Morey sitting this out for as long as possible. But in three years' time, what's what's the solution then? If he's still like, no, nah, I don't want to play. I mean, I think he will oh, be well, playing. I but, mean, you know. the deadline. Obviously, the end the end date for this is the deadline of his last year of the contract, mm. and then they'll get whatever they can get for him. But I don't see it going that long. Okay. In all honesty. I also, yeah, no, yeah. I don't. But if they're saying they're willing to write it out, it's interesting. Yeah, um, I like his. Quote I think of, that's a leverage thing. But. Yeah, I like his quote of "buckle up." <laughs> Yeah, uh, that did not fill me with much confidence. Yeah. Um, actually, do you want to take this next piece? Yeah, um, yeah. I saw say that Woj was reporting that apparently Brooklyn is taking calls for Kyrie, but they're not making calls. Right. Okay. So they're listening to offers, but they're not actively shopping him at the moment. Yeah. Uh, which is quite interesting. It's. Um, I don't know if that's news to Kevin Durant at this point, or if he's sort of come to respect that of the Nets mm. uh, in terms of. An organization can't just have their third best player sit out for nothing, I guess. Yeah, and we'll get to the Nets in a later <coughs> segment because um, right. they've looked kind of interesting so far to start the season. Right. Yeah, I, I think Kevin Durant might be willing to let Kyrie go here mm. um, just because he needs a teammate. He needs another teammate. He needs yeah. someone to play point guard. And I wonder if he is sort of like, in a way, looking out for Kyrie as, the, as well because yeah. Kyrie wants to play but can't play in New York, then maybe it's just better if Kyrie somewhere else. Yeah. And KD as definitely. a friend can be like, hey, at least he's playing somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, I just saw that today. Um also another quick bit of dysfunctional news, Dwight and A D got into it. Yeah. On the A lot of dysfunction in yeah, some of our better a very teams here. Eventful start to the season. Yeah. Um A D and Dwight got into it physically on the side of the court. Um A D pretty much just like grabbed mm. Dwight apparently Dwight was talking about guys not playing hard and stuff like that and just sort mm. of being a pest um, and AD wasn't liking it but according to everyone they've sorted it out now. Yeah, I've seen some stuff from like them and like Richard <laughs> Jefferson talking about how I don't know, it just happens. Yeah, it just happens. We've This isn't the first time we've seen NBA players blow up on each other like yeah, on the side no. of the court so it's not super, super news but um, it was interesting to see um, definitely. Yeah, I mean as Worldwide Bob puts it on Twitter Almost every day, the NBA has gone zero hours with, without being unnecessarily dramatic. Right. <laughs> um, there's always a bit of yeah. There's always extra. a bit. There's always something going on. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, next up is the rookie extension. So this is a little bit older in terms of news, but we haven't covered it yet. Um, so the it, the deadline for rookie extensions for this year um, came around like eight days ago. I want to say right, yeah. eight or nine days ago. Um, and we had some that happened and some that didn't happen. Obviously, mm. the biggest one that didn't happen is DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. What? What are they doing? So, um, DeAndre Aiden wants a max contract extension, a rookie-scale max contract extension, which he deserves. Yes. And the Suns won't give it to him. Yes. He's not even asking for, like, the Luca max. He just wants the Trey Young max. Like, and, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, in a couple of years, is he still going to... Is he going to be an all-NBA center? It's sort of... It's not, possible. It's, like, 75... 25 to me it's not a certainty mm. so there's there's a chance that the Suns don't even have to pay him the 200 yeah um but yeah don't be dumb like they're currently doing pay yeah. the man he no, absolutely yeah. deserves to be here um he's he earned that in the playoffs last year like you can't really hold Giannis going off against Aiton that much like mm. that, what are you supposed to do um yeah this is a very very stupid move by the Suns yeah I mean maybe they're just banking on the fact that oh yeah he'll just come back to us in free agency because he will be restricted. He's going to get offered the max by some team and then he's going to come back to us in restricted anyway. We might as well not give him the biggest max, but then why make him unhappy? You know, just unnecessary stupidity. Um, And 
currently not a great time for the Suns as a whole either. They're they're being reported as a pretty terrible workplace at the moment. Apparently, have you seen this? I haven't. Oh, um, there is allegations of racism and sexism and sexual misconduct going on at the Suns right now. Apparently, ESPN is preparing a massive report um, that the NBA is going to have to look into. And if like if they get if this this is like um, Donald Sterling type stuff, like if he's mm. found that this is happening, he will be voted out as an NBA owner and there will be a Phoenix Suns owner which Phoenix Suns fans might enjoy as someone who be willing to spend money yeah Um, but yeah these are allegations at the moment but um, we will see what comes in because these could be serious for Robert Sarver who is the owner of the Suns yeah okay all right, but in terms of some of the contract extensions mm. that did happen, uh, we got Jaron Jackson Jr. four year, one hundred five mil, so that's around twenty six mil a year. I want to say that's pretty Don't good. Don't mad. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a really good deal. Yeah, I think that's kind of could be a steal in a couple of years' time mm. if Jaron Jackson keeps getting better and better, like he has been. Yeah, someone who should be the Grizzlies' second, maybe third best player, depending on what you think of uh, Brandon Clark within the next couple of years, especially or well, maybe even right now. Yeah. But um, yeah, it makes sense. Like they're giving. One of their best players, the money he deserves. Right, Suns. <laughs> it's not. It's not that hard, guys. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no. This is a great deal. Yep. All right. Uh, Mikael Bridges, four for ninety. Brilliant deal. Yep. This is this is a steal. I think this will be a steal in a year or two. Mm. Um, so absolutely. that's twenty two point five mil a year. Yeah. Um, I think that's perfect. And you know, at least they paid one of the guys. Yes. Yeah. Um, and he's an important guy to keep. Maybe not as important as Aiton, but um. He I does mean, a lot, and like I don't know, I I just feel like you'd be scared seeing him on the other team. Right? Yeah, definitely. Um, but no, I think Mikhail for less than a hundred's fantastic. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Herter four for sixty-five, so that's about eighteen point two five, I think. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great deal. Um, yeah. I'm big on Kevin Herter. I think he can be a big shot maker, especially in the playoffs. Yeah, I think great deal there. Yeah. Um, hopefully he keeps developing. I'm not a hundred percent there where you are, but I agree he's a very good player with a lot of potential. Mm. Uh, Lindry Shamit, four for 43, so that's about 10, 11 mil a year. Uh, this was strange. Couldn't give 43 million of that to Aiton. <laughs> you had to extend Shamit of all the people. Um, I mean, the deal itself is fine um, for Shamit, but I don't know why they had to go out and pay Shamit before they paid Aiton. It's a, yeah. It's a very interesting move. I mean, Shamit's good. I like Shamit. Yeah, no, Shamit's a great player. I think 11 mil a year you know, roughly works out great for him, but... I don't know, there's already Booker on the team. We don't need, you know, you know what I mean? Just yeah. give that money to Aiton. What did Landry Shaman do last year? Uh, he didn't do well in the playoffs, I remember that much. Let me have a look. Uh, Less than 10, surely. Yeah, about, well, in the regular season, about nine. Yeah. Is this an extension, technically? Wait, was he traded to them? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He was traded uh, for the 27th pick or something like that. Right. And then the final one was Grayson Allen, two for 20. Sure. Sure. Why yeah. not? Yeah. He could be quite good for the Bucks. So, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And a nice short deal. Yeah. Not too much money. Very tradable. Yeah, definitely. Mm. That's a good thing for them. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other news you wanted to bring up? Um, I think that's it. Okay. Uh, let's get to Panic Button. So... Uh, in this segment, we're going to be deciding whether we should be panicking for a few different teams based on the start of the season. Obviously, we're like two, three games. Actually, yeah. I think no team has played more than two games. Uh, a few played three today. A couple have played their third, but yeah. yeah. Um, let's let's talk about it. So, Dylan, if you think we should panic for the Nets, hit the button. I'm not going to panic for the Nets. Okay. Um, I think the Nets, you know, they lost to the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Fair loss. 
and then they beat the Sixers. They did in overtime, yes. Yeah, I mean, they've only played two games, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think... Wait, I think it was overtime. Uh, it was a close game. Yeah, it was a, it was a yeah. close game. Um, no, I think the Nets are fine. I think there's no shame in losing to the Bucs early in the season. No. Um, the Bucs came out really strong in that game. Um, Giannis was doing quite a, a lot of munching. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the, uh, there was some good stuff. There was a bit of offense jumbling. Mm-hmm. Um, a bit of... There's a definitely a few knots to work out. Um, but also defensively, there's some stuff. But, I mean... All in all, it's the start of the season. I I can't be too scared of the Nets after one loss and you know also one win. Yeah, it's just scary because this season could turn into a lot of, hey KD, yeah, please, please help a tad, um, like twenty nine, fifteen, and twelve is what he put up against the Sixers. That's yeah. nuts. Um, James Harden put up twenty points in the first two games, like in each of the first two games. I just don't know if they have enough. That's interesting. I'm not going to hit the button, but yeah. I'm I'm getting there. That's if, very interesting. If in like a couple of weeks' time, guys aren't contributing, they haven't made a deal for Kyrie, and it's just KD willing them to win, I might panic. Mm. That is, I mean that yeah. If that is the scenario, I f- I think that could be time for panic. But I don't know. I mean, what did they? What? How many points did they put up the last two games? It was well over a hundred. The last two. It games. was. It was. They um, are getting contributions, but they're not big contributions. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many guys on this team. I don't think they necessarily need big contributions. I mean, Aldridge put up twenty-two or something yesterday. Mm. Um, and then Paddy was five for five. No, was he? Seven for seven. Seven for seven, seven, three seven for three. on threes. Um, so they are getting spot contributions. I don't know. I think that's kind of all they need to get by throughout the regular season. Come playoff time, sure, this could be more of a problem, but I'm also expecting Harden to get warm uh, fairly soon. Yeah, but I don't know. Well. It took Patty Mills putting up 21 points on 11 shots and 7 for 7 on 3, yeah. only for them to lose by 23 still. Yeah, that is true. Um, um, and then, yeah, they barely edged out the sixes. And I don't see the Marcus Aldridge putting up 22 all that no. often. Like, sure, I do see James Harden putting up a bit more um, from time to time, but he's averaging essentially 28 and 8. I don't see that going up a whole lot, like scoring maybe 24. Yeah, I think uh, I think the scoring is going to have to go up. As, if it is this spot contributions, I think they're going to have to just lean into Harden more as a scorer than maybe a facilitator mm. um, as, things do, as things continue. I'm surprised Bruce Brown's not getting as much run. As we thought, they seem to have gone to Javante Carter quite a lot. Yeah. And Bruce Brown was a really dynamic guy for them last year that I'm quite shocked he's not playing as much. Because um, I don't think he's injured because he got run at the end of the Bucks game um, in like garbage minutes. But, yeah, I believe so as well, yeah. Uh, but he just didn't play meaningful minutes, which is quite interesting. Um, so, I mean, maybe bring him back. He's a weird like, almost like a Draymond type where like, he catches it off the pick and roll and passes from there. Yeah, as a roll man rather than like setting guys up. But yeah, I don't know. There's, I think, I think the Nets will ultimately be fine in a couple of weeks. Though. Yeah, yeah. All right. Next up, the Lakers. So bit of dysfunction to start the season, as right. we've said. They're zero and two so far. Um, Russ did not have a particularly good game in game one or game two. No, I don't remember who they were against. Uh, so the ga- Suns game two, and, and then, then the Warriors. It was Warriors game one. Yeah. Um, they got blown out by the Suns. Yeah, they got killed. Um, they kind of made it a little bit closer down the end. Mm. Um, but yeah, they ultimately kind of never really stood a chance, and the Warriors kind of tore them apart. Even though it was a fairly close game at the end as well. Right, Dylan. I'm also going to hold off for the Lakers okay. just for now. Um, I think again, 
they have probably more pieces to they have def- definitely more pieces to work out than the Nets. Um, I mean, adding Russ to an offense that already inhabits LeBron and AD is quite a big ask. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this is going to be. You know, I don't know how smooth this is going to be. I thought it might be a bit smoother than this to start, but I mean, I think it's just going to take a bit of time. I think there ultimately is a path where this works out, especially for the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have them as my one seed when it's all said and done at the end of the year. Um, so I'm not going to panic just yet, but I think there are, there definitely is, there definitely could be cause for concern. Yeah, I am going to hit the panic. Button. I'm going to hit the panic button. Um, they look real bad. Mm. They've looked bad in these first two games. They not. I don't know. I feel like their defense should look a lot better. They should look a lot more more cohesive. I know there was a lot of roster turnover um, for last year to this year, but if you go back two years, there's actually not that much. Like, a lot of their key players are there from two years ago, right. or at least a, a few of them. Um, I don't know. It's just a low dysfunction. It's not fitting together. I'm scared of Russ. Like, mm. that. I mean, that's my main concern. I think this team lives and dies based on whether or not Russell Westbrook can have a good game, and I don't know if he's going to have good games. 50 of the 82 games of the season, which is kind of what they need. Yeah. I mean, we have seen in the past it takes a while for Russ to click with new teams. I mean, we really saw the Rockets take off Yeah, um, halfway through the season. Even the Wizards got better as the year went on and Russ sort of turned it on a bit more. Um, so maybe we could see that with the Lakers. And yeah, this is a big shift. Um, yeah, I mean, you're right. If Russ doesn't click, I wonder if he, if there's a trade at halfway through the season. Because yeah. I, I would not be surprised if... Russ still can't, you know, sort of fit in soon enough if they close games with Rondo. Mm. I thought they were going to go to close the game with Rondo against the Warriors because he was just way better out there. Um, and he just seemed, you're right, because he'd been there before, he just seemed to know how it all worked. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely some growing pains and I'm more concerned about the Lakers than I am the Nets. Yeah. But uh, I'm definitely, I think I think there's still definitely a path to where this works. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm concerned about they're not super careful with the ball. Their right. defense has not looked great. Yeah, I I'm concerned. I I'm kind of the panic button is a little bit of hyperbole just because yeah. I don't know. I kind of wanted someone to hit the panic button at right. some point, but um, yeah, they they're looking a little bit scary okay. or a little bit something to be somewhat. What you know that? what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> they are. I fear for them. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, and our last team that we're going to talk about here, I guess we can throw out a general team. You're ready to panic for at the end if you have one. But um, the Celtics. Um, I am going to hit the button on okay. this Okay. Oh. Yeah. Um, there's been... I don't know. I don't think you should lose to the Raptors. Um, no, neither do I. And I don't think... I, I just... I don't know if I like this Celtics team put together. Um, mm. This is... Kind we should have had lose to the Raptors by 32 points. Was it that big? Mm-hmm. 32. Oh, my goodness. And, like, Scotty Barnes was, like, outscoring them, the rookie. Mm. Um, Marcus Smart went scoreless. Oh, wow. I mean, I mean, we should all start off by saying that that o- opening night uh, Knicks-Celtics game so fun. was maybe one of the best games I've ever seen in my life. Mm. It was so fun to watch. Um, just the back and forth three-pointers... Um, at the end of uh, regulation and the start of overtime. Yeah. Um, Jalen Brown just going nuts. Um, but also, uh, you know, <laughs> in the end, they squandered a 46-point game from Jalen Brown. Yeah. Um, Tatum shot two for 15 on three 
and I think four for twenty overall or something like that. No, it was no. more than twenty. I think it was seven for thirty or something like that. Seven for thirty. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, that he right. shot like twenty two percent from the field. Check that. Um, yeah, I mean, and then yeah, seven for thirty. You're yeah, right. um, squandering that game and then coming back and sort of swapping roles against the Raptors. I think uh, yeah, Brown, Brown had, a, had a bad game. Three for thirteen. Yeah, and Tatum had a solid game, but still mm-hmm. they lost by thirty. Um, Horford's back now, but they're also starting Horford. It's a weird starting lineup for me. I don't like the smart Tatum and Brown, uh, like you're starting guards essentially, mm. with Horford and Robert Williams next to him. Yeah, it's weird playing Tatum at small forward next to those two guys, especially. Yeah. Um, I just don't know where the playmaking is on that, on that yeah. starting lineup. Um, so, yeah, I think there's definitely some changes for the Celtics to be made. I am a bit panicked about, you know what sort of roster rotations are they going to put together this year? Yeah. I'm not quite ready to panic just because I want to see what they look like when Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum can have good games at the same time. That is fair. If they can't have good games at the same time, that is a reason to be panicked about. Yeah. But I don't think that's a concern as of yet. That you know they've one has ha- Each one has had one bad game. Each one has had one good game. Yeah. Um, if they start having good games and they're still doing poorly and they're still losing... I'll panic. Yeah. Not there just yet. No, that's fair enough. I, I might be reading a bit into, too much into the ones having a good game, ones not mm. so far. Um, but I don't know. It is, it's just a bit scary to me uh, watching the Celtics at the moment. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're overreacting. We're, yeah. Over- yeah. <laughs> we're two games into the season. We're yeah. obviously overreacting. Definitely. But yeah. All right. Uh, let's get, actually, no, sorry. Is there any team you're willing, to, you're ready to panic for? Um, just in general team you want to panic a little bit for maybe even just like a pick you made that you want to panic for was there a pick i made if i can remember um i am oh. i really regret my king's pick oh. as my 14th yeah. seed yeah. yeah i think that's fair yeah uh, i'll panic about that pick and i'll i'll immediately take it back i'm sorry king's fans i'm sorry yeah. kings I, th- um, I think there's another pick you should take back even more i think you should take back your jar pick with some with some concern I'm, I'm holding out on that one. Oh, there's no way. I'm holding, there's, there's I'm holding no on that way. one for just just for now. Jar's been crushing <laughs> people. It's awesome. He's already had a 40-point game this season. I, like, And then 28 and 22, I think, is what he's put up so far this year. Um, is there any team I'm panicking for? But yeah, on the Kings, they've just looked better than I expected. Obviously, they lost to the Jazz, but not by that much. And they beat the Blazers. Right. Again, not by that much. And yeah. the Blazers, we aren't expecting to be particularly good. But yeah, no, I probably should have put them more in like the 12 range rather than yeah. the 14. That's sort of And right. also, yeah, I think the Thunder are going to be worse than the Rockets this season. I was going to say, who did we have? I can't we had Rockets 15. I'm we? pretty sure we both no, had Rockets yeah, 15. Yeah, we might have to swap that around. Because yeah. <laughs> um, Eric Gording is playing like he wants to be traded. He's actually <laughs> doing some good stuff. Um, I think I was going to panic for the Pacers if they lost today's game against the Heat. Yeah. But they, but they yeah. held out in overtime. Barely, um, barely. Barely. But... Um, no, if they because they had some monster performances in their first two games and dropped both of them, mm. um, but they beat the Heat, so uh, that's decent. Yeah. Um, can I overreact about the Heat's first game though? Yeah, absolutely. Beating the Nets, <laughs> woo! Uh, not the Nets, the Bucks, woohoo! That was sick to see. Just absolutely munch them. Doesn't matter that they're missing Drew Holiday and Brook Lopez. Yeah, absolutely crush them. <laughs> um, yeah, that was just that just felt good. Uh, felt good for the soul. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, anyone else I want to panic for? Any other picks I want to panic for? Um, hmm. Trying to think what my award picks were. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of too. I mean, KD's off to a good start for me. Yeah, I think Embiid's doing fine as well. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, I want to panic for the Pelicans. 
a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. They might they might be the 14th seed. Without Zion, they look awful. Mm. They can't defend anyone. They've I mean, been blown out every Zion's since. Zion's not exactly yeah, true. the defensive anchor. He's not even going to help them there. <laughs> um, they've lost the Bulls. They've lost to the Sixers by 20. They lost to someone else, I the think. Wolves the today. Wolves today. Um, yeah, not a great start. 0-3. Mm. Uh, what's their offense been the last couple of games? Have they scored over 100 yet? The 89 today. Um, was the Bulls yesterday? Oh, down back to back. How are there back to backs already? That's also confusing. Yeah, that is I thought we pretty much cancelled out back to backs. No, I mean, we don't have four and five anymore, and we don't have three and four anymore. Yeah, but um, they they scored one hundred and twelve yesterday. Okay, well that's something. But they gave up one hundred twenty eight, yep. and then they scored ninety seven. Oh, yep. Um, okay, so they're scoring a bit better than I thought, but yeah, no, the they can't defend anyone and. I don't think that's going to change a whole lot. Yeah. That's they, they've got some stuff out of North, though, so that was good. Mm. Who else doesn't have a win? The Pistons don't have a win. That's not surprising. No. Kate the Clips don't it. have a win. That's maybe a team. They've been in some close games. I'm going to panic for a little really? bit, but no, not like, oh, they're bad, but yeah. like, oh, they might lose a few more. They might lose a few too many close games right. just because they've only got Paul George kind of yeah. executing for them. Who, who kind of notoriously isn't good in close games anyway. No, he was he's, pretty good today, but. He's not, yeah, that's true. But he's not a clutch guy. St- even statistically, he's not a clutch shot maker mm. um, but yeah. yeah I'm not too worried they've been in these close games at least so that's good yeah um, Reggie Jackson peaked it up a little bit today yeah alright um, yeah I don't think there's anyone else I'm ready to panic for just no, yet just yet yeah. alright uh, let's get to my top three stats of the week let's go alright fun 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 I haven't done this in a while back in the stats baby alright uh, number three uh, Jokic had 32 16 and 7 versus the Spurs this was his 8th 30, 15, and 5 game in his career, which is twice as many as any other Nugget in franchise history. Sorry, as all other Nuggets in franchise history combined. Wow. So, combined it's four, and yes. then Jokic is eight. Eight. Shout out, Jokic. Yeah. I mean, fantastic. Was that today's game? Is that what you said? Sorry? Uh, no, it was yesterday's game. Yes, I suppose. Right. Yes, okay. Yesterday? Well, the day before. Yeah, yesterday, I think. It's hard to keep up. Yeah. Um, too many games. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think, like, does he have the most 30, 15, 5 games? And then I realized Giannis exists. So, no. Right. No, yeah. he does not. He wouldn't be that far off, would he? I couldn't find it, but I, I counted up Giannis. Giannis has, like, 8 at least. Yeah. Um, uh, number 2. Avery Bradley against the Suns had exactly 0 points, 0 rebounds, 0 assists, 0 steals, 0 blocks, and 0 turnovers in 20 minutes. Uh, just the 13th time in NBA history this has happened, and he's the third worst plus-minus of all of these guys with a minus 25. Yep. Only worse were Bruce Bowen in 2008 and Walter McCarty in 2002. Fantastic. I almost had uh, Avery on my plus-minuses of the week, but I thought against it. Um, didn't even see your stat uh, regarding it, but I didn't realize he put up nothing. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Did he take a nothing. shot? He took three shots. Okay. Oh, I was really hoping he took none. But yeah, yeah no, he, he <laughs> that's took a few. the definition of just doing nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. And then number one, Paddy Mills made the most threes of any player without a miss in an opening night game with seven, I think it was. Yep. Yep. I've ridden nine here, but it was seven. It was seven. Yep. Um, he's also, I think he's got the record for most consecutive made threes to start a season. I think that probably he's ten, ten for ten. Yeah, ten, he's for ten. Ten. ten for ten at the moment. Um, so yeah, you love to see it. Fever Patty staying in form. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Only did it for the Spurs. <laughs> if only that <no>, will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Let's get to my plus minuses of the week. I actually have four here. Which way do I Ooh. want to start? Um, okay, we'll start this way. Um, so number three here, well, number four, I guess. Um, Nemanja Bjelica, uh on opening night was a plus twenty in a seven point win over the Lakers. So good. He was so good. <laughs> But I had a look at the next game against the Clippers, and he was a minus 11. Really? Yeah. 
which was interesting. Would not have picked that. Yeah, but um, yeah, you're right. In that first game, he was awesome for them. Mm. He was hitting shots. He was making great passes. Um, he was get the- he was getting guys off the dribble. A yeah, bit and then kicking it out. Yeah, um, doing a lot of great stuff against the Lakers on opening night. Um, number three here can count. Uh, I have Tyrese Maxey and the Sixers bench um, against the Pelicans. Uh, Maxey was a plus twenty three, but uh, Tybal was a plus fifteen, if I remember correctly. Um, who was the other people? Drummond was a plus twenty two. Niang was a plus eighteen. Who was the other person off the bench? I think it was Shake. Might be Shake. Yeah, Shake was a plus twenty two, also off the bench uh, in a twenty point win over the Pills. But like the rest of the starters, apart from Maxi, were just like plus like eights and stuff like that. Yeah, the bench took care of business. Yeah, so the bench absolutely took care of business. Um, number two here, uh, Rashawn Holmes is a plus 20 in a three-point win over uh, the, uh, what was they called? The Blazers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, had a yeah a great game against them. Everyone else was kind of just like middling. Uh, he was a plus 20 and Tristan Thompson was a minus 17. Oh, <laughs> I guess that, yeah, that that's where the three out. comes from. Yeah, yeah. so uh, he was literally the reason they won. <laughs> Um, and then this is kind of fantastic. Uh, Terrence Ross in the, his first two games, the is a, captain, the captain, El Capitan, is a minus sixty six over his first <laughs> two games happen? combined. Um, he's a mi- he's and like it's pretty even too. I think he was minus thirty two and then minus thirty four uh, in his <laughs> games. Uh, one one against the Knicks and w- the first game was against the. Who did they play first? Let's see, they lost by twenty six. Sorry, I'm just checking this. So they lost yeah. by twenty six, and he was a. Oh right, sorry, I'm looking at the Knicks here. Um, <laughs> he was a minus thirty four yeah. where they lost by twenty six, and then he was a mm, yeah the Spurs. They, the Spurs. He was yep. a minus what I guess thirty two then, and they lost by twenty six as well. Yeah, so uh, not a great start to the plus minus for Terrence Ross, but he's getting some shots up, so that's all he wants. Hey, let's go. And, and hey, the Magic don't want to be good either, so. It's all good. All right. Uh, let's get to Baywatch slash Treywatch slash Moody Views. Moody according. Views? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't hate that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so for those who didn't see us last season, um, this is where we ke- kind of keep up with our guy. So our rookie study that determines who the best rookie from each class is um, popped out last year that Sadiq Bay was going to be the best player. This year, we got Trey Mann. We maybe got Moses Moody, depending on which methodology you like the best. Um but yeah, we're going to kind of just be keeping up with all three of these guys uh, throughout the season. Yeah. All right. Um, let's start with Sadiq. You yeah. Know, the main guy. Looks like a player. Looks like an absolute player. I mean... Wait, is that 16 rebounds? He had 16 rebounds oh, today. Oh, I didn't realize that. Um, in a loss against someone. Um, I think they got crushed today, but... Um, uh, I think it was the Bulls. Was it the Bulls? Oh, yeah, it was the Bulls. Yeah. Um, Lost by 15. Yeah. Uh... And they only scored like 80 points or something. So he yeah. scored like a fourth of their points. But yeah, I mean, he scored a fourth of their points. Yeah. <laughs> he put up 20 and 16. Um, in his first game, he had 13, nine rebounds, four assists. So he seems to be mixing it up on the boards this year. Which yeah. is good to see. Because he, yeah, um, he definitely looks like a player. Um, he's only one for nine on threes to start the season. Mm-hmm. So that'll pick up. But yeah, that'll definitely pick up. He was a great shooter last year. Um, yeah, no, he just looks like a big boy. Like one, yeah. of the, one of the go-to guys on this Pistons team. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of guys on the team, but That's yeah. That's true. Um, he could very well end up being kind of their best player. I think they're still deferring to Jeremy Grant, but mm. yeah, give 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 the ball to Sadiq. Let him work from time to time, and I've seen yeah. that a little bit um, in the Pistons games I've watched. Um, let's see. Next up was Trey Mann. Yeah. I I watched like a little bit of the Thunder games. I haven't been super interested in the right. Thunder games, but yeah, 
from what I've seen of Trey Mann, he looks like a rookie point guard. He does look like a rookie point guard. He's not getting a whole lot of minutes. I think no. he's getting like 15 a game, but he's been scoring so far. Yeah. He had nine points in his first game and eight points in his second game. And I think he's hit three threes mm. so far. So, I mean, he's making shots. Um, He's been efficient. He's even had a, uh, was it, had a uh, assist to steal and block in his first game. Yeah. Um. So he's definitely been out there being active, which is good to see. Yeah. yeah. He's just, yeah, I, I he's will. not as l- sort of lost as I thought he would be. Like, uh, not as non-productive because I also haven't watched any of the Thunder games yeah. yet. Um, so I don't know what it really looks like, but he's at least putting points up. I was very much expecting him to be in like the two points, no yeah. rebounds, no assists kind of range for the first few weeks of the season. But yeah. you know, he's off to a better start than expected, which is good. Yeah, great to see. All right, and then Moses Moody. Um, yeah, I've watched both the Warriors games so far. Yep, and. Yeah, he did whatever. He didn't look great in the first one, but in the second one, he had two amazing passes. Yeah. They which, were nuts. <laughs> which is all he had all game, by the yeah. way. He only had two assists, but um, yeah, no, he's he's definitely going to take a bit of time to get comfortable with this pretty well-established Warriors team, mm. I think. Um, so it might take a little bit for him to like sort of find his spots, but um, if he can keep making passes like those, you're right, they were fantastic passes, and... Um, I don't think he's hurting them while he's out there, so that's good. No, yeah. I mean, it seems like he's just trying to do the right thing for them. He's trying yeah. to make the right passes. He's trying to take the right shots. If Even if it's not working out just yet, at least he's playing within the offense. So I'm really liking the way he looks so far. Yeah. And I'm glad they're incorporating him to the rotation early. Yeah. Because um, it seems like the Warriors know what they want to do with their rotation this year. Um, yeah. At, at least especially while Wiseman's out um, and to a lesser extent Kaminga, but yeah, getting him in early, getting his reps sort of early and comfortable is good to see. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get to our league pass games to watch now. Yeah. All right. So for those who don't know, last last season we did this where we just kind of choose a few games coming up in the next week. Yep. Games that you prob- you might not necessarily end up watching. Um you know, not the big highlight games necessarily. Right. Though it looks like you might have picked. I kind of went for the highlight games. Yeah, I picked some random ones in here. But I yeah, mean, we'll, yeah, we'll start there. Um, I think I have the first game here. So Pistons at Hawks on Tuesday the 26th. Um, I fully expect the Hawks to just roll over the Pistons, but I think they're both really fun teams to watch. Um, I'd like to just kind of see what Sadiq can do. Yep. Um, against, you know, maybe he gets a bit of a mismatch against some of those smaller guys. I Yeah, if he's up against like John Collins, he might be in a bit of trouble. But right. I also do want to see what he does against good defenders and like better better kind of you know guys that are kind of out there to stop him a little bit more yeah definitely um yeah on wednesday i've got the sixes at knicks um uh, so <coughs> sorry so in new york obviously great as- atmosphere two great teams um the knicks 2 and 0 the uh sixes 1 and 1 but you know a close game against the nets so the both teams looking good um yeah yeah all right uh that same day i have same day i have nuggets at jazz obviously kind of Rivals, division yeah. rivals. They they made the playoffs two years ago. Everyone remembers that series. Um, they're both two and zero currently. They might not still be two and zero by the time they play. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think a fun game between two, you know, two of the top teams of the West. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, on Thursday, I've got Heat at Nets. Um, this is kind of biased towards me, but mm. the Heat are worth watching this year. Uh, Tyler Hero has been fantastic. Hopefully, he can keep that up go- in going into that game. Um, the Nets obviously star studded. Um, yeah, and pr- hopefully a matchup we see in the playoffs, so a little taste. Yeah, and that same day, I've gone very different, mm. very, very different with uh, Hornets at Magic. So two very young teams, neither of whom are particularly good. The Hornets have looked all right yeah. in moments. Lamelo's looked really good at yeah. times. Gordon Hayward well. looks pretty good too. Yeah, um, but yeah, they've had, they're just two really young, fun teams that, 
you know, this is more of like a if you really like basketball, you really like this game. Right. This could be a this could be a Hornets blowout to be honest. Um, the Magic have not looked fantastic. Um, for my last game on Saturday, I've got uh, the Mavs at Nuggets. Um, Luca. <laughs> There was some interesting stuff coming out after the first game in terms of what the Mavs looked like. They sort of they picked up a win today against the Raptors, so hopefully that quiets that down a bit and they sort of get a roll going. But um, yeah, I mean the Mavs against Nuggets. Obviously the Nuggets are a quality team, like you said, so mm-hmm. good be a good matchup. Yep. Um, I also want to point out that uh, this afternoon, when you're listening to this uh, at like twelve thirty or something, I think the Grizzlies Lakers game is on SBS for Australian watches. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah so, it is too. Um, and I think yesterday, so Sunday, when we were recording this, um, there was also an SBS game on. So maybe What game should, was that? Um, that was a good question. I can't remember which one it, it was. It doesn't say on the app. Yeah, I think that disappears after the games have happened. But um, there was a game. It might have been Grizzlies Clippers or like Suns Blazers. Interesting, okay. Um, but yeah, there's an SBS game, so they're free to air. You can watch them if you don't have League Pass or anything like that. Actual NBA games you can watch for free. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good shout out. All right, uh, let's get to our final segment here for the day with our over-under of the coming week. Uh, yeah, we're back to doing this. Um, obviously, you crushed me last year in all these. I yeah. fully expect that to repeat this We year. had to hashtag stop the count at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, what we established last year is that whoever's leading in this gets the first pick in the All-Star Draft once we do that. Okay. Is what we established last year. Yeah. So, that's when we will stop the count. Yeah. And then we'll stop burying teams a little bit after that. But, yeah. yes. Um, I've set the first line here. Uh, Kevin Durant, points per game, over under 31.5 next yeah. week. So they are playing the Hornets, Wizards, Heat, and Pacers. Yeah, I believe the Wizards is a back-to-back with the Hornets. Yes. Um, I'm going to go the under here. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm fairly comfortable in saying that, mostly because I think the offense starts to gel a bit better, and so they get a few more. They're not relying on Kevin as much, mm-hmm. and also I think Harden steps it up against a few of these teams especially yeah give me the over yeah. let's let's go a bit different here um i think he's just gonna have a really easy time against the hornets and the wizards that is true um and then i think the heat game might become a bit of kd save us please yeah and he i i'm feeling a 40 point performance in one of these four games okay that's least. definitely fair from kd yeah can never put that out of reach from him but uh yeah i like the line though yeah is that what he's averaging so far this season no he's is he 30 and a half no, he's 28 and a half or 29 and a half, I think. He put up 29 today and then... Wasn't it 32 in the first game? Was it? Um, <coughs> excuse me. 29 today and 32. So, yeah, 20... Oh, 30 and a half, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, good line. Um, yeah, nice. Okay. Well, I think that just about does us yeah. for our first recap of the, of the year. I'm excited about yeah, that. It's That's good fun. To, it's good to be back. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, anything you want to add? Um, no, I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you ever do this episode, please leave us a like on YouTube. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating review. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. And TikTok at that underscore stuffers. Other than that, thanks for listening. Peace.